to another episode of Chris and Dave's Anticast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris, and my co-host, I'm very good friend, is Dave. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV cast. We are covering Love Island, Australia, Season 4, Episodes 17 through to 20. And Chris, this is X's week, so what did you think? Where would you like to start in this uh, week that really mixed up the pot a bit? <laughs> Well, did it, Dave? Did it really? Um, (laughs) um, So we start off with Jason coming in, Claudia's ex. We get all this thing, the back end of last week, like we're going to have fireworks. There's going to be a massive wrench. Is Claudia lying about this, Jason? Is it the old classic that some of the guys have done to some of the girlfriends where they've just not told them and just appeared in Love Island or they broke up conveniently a week before? And then, you know, their exes are in the the news and that saying, like, we were together up to last week sort of thing. And they alluded to that. However, I don't know whether it played out like that. But this Jason came in, Dave, fuck me, smooth as anything. If he was a lollipop, he'd lick himself. (laughs) Uh, You know, Claudia's ex, and he ends up going on a date with Jess, Dave, who Jess, let's be honest, is like the fucking exorcist. The head spins and turns (laughs) More than anyone. A 10-minute conversation with Jason was enough for her to throw Al or under the bus for this episode. So where do you want to start with all that stuff, Dave? Yeah, I guess let's start with Jason. So I had speculated last week that all this narrative, this excuse-making for basically um, Claudia's behaviour, that, you know, she she only can't trust uh, Austin because all of her previous boyfriends were absolute bastards and treated her like shit and cheated on her and everything. And he comes in, guess what? He's not that. He's not what you described. And you know what I thought was funny? I mean, Callum is a knob. We we said in the last episode, don't like him, wouldn't be his friend. I don't like the way he speaks to women. But I kind of, I was glad he was in the villa causing and stirring shit like no tomorrow like i i think if i was there i probably would be thinking what the fuck's it got to do with you but i'm not there i'm watching this for entertainment and i want to see him stir the pot a bit and you know what chris he can sniff out because he's such a fucking player himself he can sniff out that there's something there that something doesn't add up to what claudia has been saying and Claudia got really angry about it. And I feel like this is going to be quite a divisive one because I feel like lots of people are just saying, well, fuck, Callum's a knob, nothing to do with him. You know, and the past is in the past. That's kind of what Jess was saying, that, you know, what's happened before Love Island, it, it doesn't really matter. And she's kind of right. But when you're lying about the situations to explain your own behavior then it does become relevant. You know, not the fact that you have previous boyfriends, girlfriends, all of the above. It it doesn't matter. But, you know, when you're painting a picture that that influences your current behavior in the villa, then it matters. And so Chris started off the week with a bang. Fucking loved it. (laughs) 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 I'm sort of with you on this. Like, Callum... You know, what a wanker last week. You know, absolutely called him out quite rightly. And was like, how oh, his fans in family, like, oh, he's probably cheeky chappy. However, 
it's a bit like when we've had this with some of these divisive characters where they do make good points at times. And I'm with you. At, something's gone on there because Jason had said a couple of things, and he? And he, then he sort not really backtracks, but he didn't really want to throw Claudia under the bus. But it's like when you're on a TV show where cameras are everywhere, they're going to use any little sentence they think is going to push the drama, give us a bit of something, make a little bit of negativity between Claudia and Austin's relationship. And I think Callum work some stuff out but also Dave who the fuck is he to start doing that of all the people to start calling Claudia out and then Mitch got involved which I think was more down to Phoebe OG his misinterpretation of something Dave because then that all kicked up and Mitch is just shitting himself and he's like oh fuck Claudia's like what the fuck are you all looking at and she's giving him some stuff there's something there between them mm. and Jason played the mum fucking card on it didn't he you know i speak to your mum four times a week what a guy and he's just sort of one that when claudia if she does stay with austin when they're at home and mum's gonna be like oh i spoke to jason he's doing fantastic but i do think dave at the end of it jason played an absolute blinder because i tell you what she was pining for him more than yeah. she would like to admit i thought that him leaving the way he did one We've actually got someone who's genuine, Dave. He had no intention to go for someone. I even said it. I'd just be playing the game. I'd just be lying. Finally, we, we looked like we had a genuine person at the end. But she was all over the place. I know she's like, oh, it made me feel like, you know, you're the right one, Austin. Bull fucking shit, yeah. Dave. She was like, this man has come and drops everything. He wants to take me back. What am I doing? I loved it. I love that narrative that he did. I thought it was brilliant he's playing the long game and i actually ultimately think they might get back together i think so i think it could well happen i i did like what, what was the line he used something like you don't want to get with me i don't want to get with you so you know there's no point in being here yes. <laughs> that simple line she's like well not necessarily yeah <laughs> and i think you know like I say does does seem like a genuine play it does seem i i can't figure it out you know the the story they were telling about sounded like he went off on a plane for 3 weeks or something and then comes back next minute she's off in you know off to love island kind of thing so it, it does seem like there was unfinished you know or inconclusive uh data on the breakup chris it wasn't like i'd tell you what it certainly wasn't that jason was not a bastard and cheated on her yeah yeah and no one really called out that point that she's saying oh all my previous boyfriends cheated bullshit right for whatever reason they didn't call that out explicitly but the way she was getting so angry i mean part of that is you know just what the fuck's it got to you to do with you but uh, I think Hennessy put in the group, like, the lady just protest too much. You know, the the way she was acting, it was clear there was something uncomfortable about that whole interaction. So, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all if after the show is finished, uh, she ends up with, um, she ends up back with Jason. Yeah, and I did love that. I agree. And I, do, <laughs> I did like Austin when he said he was going. He's like... What a fucking guy. I was like, yeah, because the threat <laughs> to your relationship. He's going, mate. You know, yeah, I did like that, David. He was really bigging Jason up one. He was like, oh, great guy, great guy. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned Jess as well. Gosh, 
Chris, I said last week, don't like any of this lot, but there's something about Jess's immaturity that just winds me up. And, you know, she's calling out Al uh, for his immaturity, but it's like... It's like the Spider-Man meme, isn't it? They're both pointing yeah. at each other. And also, I'm kind of thinking, so you, so you did watch maths, right? You, you saw what Al was like. So why are you surprised by that? And then her head turns, like you say, like the fucking exorcist as soon as someone comes in. So it's another one of those great hypocritical fucking battles, Chris. So, uh, I mean, they seem to have got through that. But I, I'm not convinced by them. I, actually, Chris, I don't know if I'm convinced by any of these couples at all. No, and you know what, Dave? I, I agree with that because you watch the editing and they're very clever on Love Island because Tack and Stella had nothing until we got to the stripping game, which is quite late because in the UK, well, it's quite an early game that they play. Mm. And they're playing, they're playing this quite late in this series, you know, we're like four weeks in. But I'm with you. I, there's nobody I'm rooting for. I think Austin and Claudia may win it. By default, Al's not going to win it. And I think just going slightly back to that, Al made a good point. I think Al's there. He's a fuckboy. He's not interested. Jess will be gone as soon as he leaves the villa, 100%. We, we remain friend bollocks and all that. But he did say, well, I'm sure if I spoke to her the way she spoke to me, she'd have something to say. Exactly. About you know what I mean? So I agree. I agreed with Al there on that, even though I do think he's playing her just to stay in the game. But I do. I'm with you. I, I, I'm not. There's no, in, even individually, like in the UK one, you'd have. One person, you'd be like, yeah, they're nice people, so I'm sort of rooting for them, but their partner's a fucking bellend. None of these to care for. I don't think they bring anything to the table. It's, it, I think this series has been watchable, and it's enough for me you to talk about, but the UK one that's just been, has been was far superior than this, and I like the Aussie mm. one usually. I just think it's just been like, just it's got the beats of Love Island. It's just not delivered on the drama that we wanted. I, I've enjoyed it. Um, but I think in terms of being invested in the couples and really caring about where they go and then seeing them break up or whatever, we haven't had any of that. I mean, the thing is, though, Chris, with last season, I don't think we were either. And we were reminded of that because in steps fucking Mitch. Now, I think by the end of last season, I think Mitch at least had me fooled. I can't quite remember if he had you fooled as well, because I thought most of the way through, just an absolute fuck boy. Yeah. And, you know, he plays that that he's not, but he fucking is. And then right at the end, I, I think I switched and said, oh, no, he does seem to be genuine. And then the next minute, like, he's fucking uh, splitting up with Tina because he's sleeping with, was it Emily? Or yeah. some other contestant. Well, he comes in like fucking Bertie Big Bollocks and like all the girls are swooning. And yes, he's got a fucking body that is chiseled out of granite. You know, if if you were looking to fucking sculpt a Greek god, <laughs> Mitch would be the person there. But again, I, I just, I get such fuckboy vibes from him and he fucking loves it. And he, he he's one of those people like that, thinks he's really funny because he laughs at his own jokes. <laughs> yeah. And I guess because he's so fit, other people around him kind of giggle and laugh, you know, but you're not fucking funny, mate. Put your shit-eating grin away. And, you know, he soon fucking didn't have that shit-eating grin on anymore when Tina walked in, did he? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so again, I loved the the kind of play because I, I'm actually enjoying. I can't remember what the, uh, the the voiceover guy's name is. I'm quite enjoying him, but like, he did say, "Oh, we you know we haven't told Mitch that Tina's coming in," and Tina. Yeah, we haven't told her either. <laughs> and so I thought, oh, you bastards, producers, you are just looking to create some drama here. And I fucking love it. So, uh, yeah, again, you could see it properly. He, he saw his ass, didn't he, as soon as Tina walked in. And she, he was like, oh, yeah, there might be something still left there, you know, and she's having none of it. But again, by the end of the last episode, I, I think she's wobbling a little bit. I hope she doesn't, you know, once bitten, twice shy and all that. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it was really funny because initially Mitch, you know, stirred up all of the uh, couples, you know, and, and uh, Mitch and... OG Phoebe not looking so comfortable now. And actually, Mitch yeah. had a good point. OG Mitch, that, uh, well, she's kind of uh, doing exactly what she said I shouldn't be doing. She's literally doing the same thing. But that's that's okay. But what he was doing was not okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, th- I, thought, I thought bringing them two in was good. And I, I, again, for me, it stirred it up quite well. Yeah, and I'm with you because I think the Mitch from last season came in with the Adam Collard script, basically. He mm. went, like you said, I completely, I'm with you 100%. I never felt ill of him or anything. I thought he was actually okay. I know they had a few bumps here, there, and Tina, but ultimately they were the best of a bad bunch. He's come in, basically, I'm going to be fuckboy. And I, I mentioned you off the podcast, I saw Adam Collard talking this week on a podcast and it was like, well, why did you go into Love Island? And he was like, I wanted to open a second gym. He's like, yeah, there was the <laughs> yeah. redemption side of it, but really I didn't give a fuck. Now he's not with Paige as we know, but basically it was more than money and everything. He said he literally only found out he was going on about three or four days before. There'd been talk of it, but he didn't know. And he said he was away on holiday and he was literally like, right, I've got to get back and get straight in there. So this, I don't think, I honestly don't understand the logic of having last year's winners come in. I don't think it offers anything. I don't know whether the shorter contestants, the, the someone's decided let's make this interesting. That doesn't mean anything to me. I don't think, I don't think having them two in there adds anything. Mitch has been a bellend. He's chasing Phoebe, OG. Mm. She, there was a bit of a kiss in that when they did the stripping thing and it, and like the OG Mitch was like, fucking hell, I'm fucked it. How can he compete with that? I'd, he's just come across as a right prick. He was obviously playing us last season and I just... I don't know. Like you say, he was crying his eyes out when Tina came in. She, didn't, she doesn't care. Are they going to get back together? Is that the narrative that they're trying to play out, Dave? Love conquers all? I don't know, but I'm not buying any of that nonsense, if I'm being honest. Well, no, I think I think the problem is, I, I think she probably does still have feelings for him, and I appreciated the fact that Tina called out Mitch and said, well, you said to me you weren't looking for anything serious, so what the fuck are you doing here? Yeah. <laughs> Cue Adam Collard's comment, I wanted to open another gym. <laughs> so, oh, plan. yeah, totally for the love. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, for me, that just made him look a bit stupid. Again, I don't know, maybe it's just cynical old farts like us who, who pick up on that stuff, and, you know, maybe uh, there's people out there rooting for them to get back together, but... You know, I think that'd be the worst fucking thing. He's fucked you over. Apparently, Chris, you know, he slept 
with this Emily, again, I, I'm sure it's Emily, straight after they split up, yeah, bullshit. <laughs> There's yeah. some crossover there. I am 100% sure. So, you know, again, it should be a closed door. And you know what? You, I, I did enjoy it this week, to be fair, when it, when it put them in. But it does seem like they're, they're trying to throw stuff at the wall. Because the thing with Adam Collard, right, he was from season three and pops up on season seven. Yes. That's different to getting last year's winners in. So now they've got last year's winners in and someone who was on maths. It's becoming like a Christmas special episode, isn't it? (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) It's like, oh, let's get, you know, are we going to get someone else next week? Are we going to get Al's ex, Sam in? (laughs) You know, I, I'd fucking love that, to be fair. But, um, you know, I I just think, yeah, you're right. It should be these people who haven't got their reality TV careers, you know, and can fool us into thinking they're in there for love, you know, and give them the opportunity. But, you know, right now there's three spaces in the villa for people who've already had that opportunity. So, yeah, it it does feel a little bit off when you put it like that. And, and also, you've missed the trick there, Dave. Completely agree. You know what it feels like, don't you? A bunch of incestuous bastards on the fucking Bachelor, Bachelor. franchise. A hundred percent. It's like, you, you, once you're in, you're in for life. You're going to be on the fucking Love Island Revisited. Love Island, I live next door. I'm making all these shows up, by the way. <laughs> Love Island, you want to sleep with my ex? You know, it's going to be all sorts of fucking extensions. Of Love Island. And I, I don't, I just, I don't get it. I just don't get why or what's the point? And like you said, these they're still in the public eye, and they're going to carry on making money at the end of this. Yeah, just weird, mm. weird. Like you say, enjoyed the week, enjoyed the concept, and but I think what you said is absolutely right. They're just throwing stuff at the board, hoping something sticks because that's exactly how it felt. It felt like they thought, let's make these things up. They didn't actually really think. Thought, there was no thought process behind this whole thing. It was just like this is going to work, and no one said to them, "But why do you think it's going to work?" And I just. Mm. It's just off. Off the Jason thing was off. You know, we've actually got a genuine person. But what was the point of him even coming in? What was the point of that? You know, he's he's gone within two days. Didn't work. He's gone. See ya. <laughs> do, you, do you remember that Bachelor season where you had that woman turning yeah, up and it was car. in fucking in, in the car driving the, up to the mansion? It was in, in fucking carrier. lockdown. Yeah, people carrier. <laughs> But she was gone in an episode. Yeah, no. I know. I, I always thought we'd have a connection. We'd never met. And she turns up in a fucking, a kid's fucking people carrier thing with the baby seats. You know, let me in, let me in. <laughs> it's like, see, you don't let the door hit you on the fucking house on your way out, love. It was just nonsense, wasn't it? It was so fucking fake. Oh, Dave, you know what? We haven't done The Bachelor for ages, but when you talk about shit like that, I think we need to have a go at them fuckers <laughs> once more. I've missed having a go at them bunch of incestuous tosspots. Oh, my God. I know. We missed out on the last couple of... You know, the the last Bachelorette season was meant to be a, an absolute car crash, but, I mean, I think, I think we did need a break from it. It was just... Oh, it's such a slog. Even though it's like one episode a week, it, it just felt like a massive slog to do that. But, um, yeah, we should get back to it. Because it is just pure comedy, isn't it? Like, unintentional comedy. 
<laughs> I love it though. They're like, I'm not a cheater. Next minute, <laughs> fucking snogging someone else. I'm not a cheater. So, You've just snogged the next 15. One, <laughs> yeah, I snogged 15 people, and I'm fucking. You know, I love it. She, they love either the bachelor or the bachelorette is in love with three people simultaneously. Of course you are. Bull fucking shit, they are. Oh, Clayton's was the best, though, Clayton. wasn't it? It's like he <laughs> admitted, won't. you know, I've, I've been intimate with all of you. <laughs> the, I don't human... know who I'm going to pick. <laughs> I got Stephen, he's doing the human IKEA wardrobe, the fucking personality wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> fucking brilliant bachelor, wasn't he? From nowhere. Because they had that, the season before the bachelorette, they had that random two-minute segment of him playing with kids from nowhere. We were like, where the yeah. fuck is this going? And I think you went, I think this could be the bachelor. And I'm like, you're joking. And it was. It was just <laughs> random, wasn't it? He didn't feature at all. Yeah. Fucking brilliant. Yeah, Absolutely yeah. brilliant. Who'd have thought we would be uh, laughing and reminiscing about fucking bachelor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, maybe next year. Maybe next year, Chris. But we've got another fucking UK winter Love Island to come up. Yeah, after this oh, one. Oh, brilliant. Apparently, we've only got like two weeks of this left. I know. Where do you think it's going to go? I don't know, David. That's the thing. It's like, what a strange decision to have it, you know, so late and stuff. And I, I don't know. I don't care. We've not got Casa Ramora. After you mentioned that in the last episode. Where's that? What's happened with... You know, other things, that's not been there. I don't know. They're going to have to cram it in. I mean, we always talk about that first series of the American Love Island, and uh, it was genuinely one of them things where um, it came and went. Everyone got mm. sort of kicked off. Everyone was – but, yeah, it's strange. Very, very strange, Dave. Yeah. So, I don't know. Maybe X's week is the thing that's replaced Casa Amor. Um you know, and maybe this is the producers trying to mix things up a bit, but yeah, you know, come on, let's face it, we all fucking love Casser more, <laughs> even though we're like, yeah. come on, do something different, but not the things that we like. We we want you to keep those things. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than when someone comes in with someone else and they're like, oh, they won't cheat. They will not cheat. And they do, and you're like, yes, get in there. I love you. Hey, when when was the last time that really happened? You know, so like all hail to uh, UK season five, right? When you had fucking Curtis, who Amy was looking to marry off as soon as they'd left the show. <laughs> you know, you had him. Then you had Michael as well. And Amber, yeah, yeah. Yeah, walking in with someone, is it Joanna or something? And, and Amber's just stood there on her own. That was proper explosive stuff, you know, and, and we weren't expecting those kind of fireworks. But since then, I, I'm trying to think, when has there been like a really solid couple that ju are just suddenly broken up from left field? I mean, it, it doesn't seem like we've had that. All the ones who cheat, or, or, oh no, sorry, Chris, attested. Because <laughs> is it even a real relationship if you haven't been tested and snog, you know, seven other women? <laughs> Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what a test! Yeah. I think that was that was Jake, wasn't it? In, in um, UK season six, that seems to have changed the game. It's like I don't know. I, I'm just surprised. I guess when when I look back, I can't think of a you know a, a real solid couple that Casaramora's like disrupted and and we didn't see it coming. Brilliant. We need something, Dave, don't we? 
Yeah. But I don't think even if any of these this happened, none of the couples are, are bothered about. I think Mitch would be the one, OG Mitch, he'd be straight in there. I think he'd nose his relationship up straight away with OG Phoebe. But I think she'd play away yeah. as well. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I think if big if if big Mitch makes a proper play for her, even though she's sort of rebuffed him, I don't think she'll be able to resist Dave. I think she really yeah. likes him. I just think she's Morally, she doesn't want to look like she's cheating in the context of the show, but I think she, there is an attraction between them both. Oh, that yeah. lap dance, fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That wasn't just for, for playing that. She genuinely liked him. So if she does, she does. It's only Love Island. It's not like they're fucking married or anything. Fair yeah, play to yeah. But, yeah. But, but they have to keep up this pretense, don't they? They're, they're really there to find someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not just create this reality TV persona that they can milk for Instagram followers. <laughs> That's my name. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit oh, pessimistic dear. there, Mr. Horrocks. But anyway, Dave, another week, another bit of Love Island. Two more weeks to go, guys. So we are leading up to Christmas. Massive, massive thank you for all your support on the podcast. We really appreciate it. If you want to email us, cdrealitycast at gmail.com if you want to follow us on social media at cdrealitycast please go over to Facebook Chris and Dave's Reality Cast and uh, we'll, all you need to do is find the uh, Reality TV Cast Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast sorry guys and then also we just approve you come in and we've seen Dave we are on people's uh, Spotify end of year raps now there's a few people we're number one we're number two or three you must do better but no just to be in people's rotation of podcast is unbelievable because i have a rotation of podcasts that are not ours as well so i think it's, it's really really nice guys and thanks for posting them over there that's amazing isn't it? it's so uh it's so unexpected really but heartwarming chris heartwarming excellent. and humbling excellent it is you're right mate so if you want to support us a bit more guys get over to patreon.com forward slash cd reality cast and today's roll call of honor is Ken Gustafson, Lucky Louis Green, Lauren Hennessy, Susan Priscilla, Dee Dee Katie, Libby Joanna, Jacqueline Brianna, Helen Keith, Michelle, Gillian Zoe, Kristen Maggie, Annabeth, Kate, Megan, and Cassie. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. It's so good. And we get another week out of the way, Mr. Horrocks, and uh, we will be meeting up, which we'll po- post a picture up on our Facebook page, guys. So if you've never seen me and Dave in the flesh, you will see us <laughs> together for the first time in about two years, Dave, isn't it? No, it's good. I'm looking forward to it. Not looking forward to the drive, but uh, looking forward to some beers. Yeah, good stuff, mate. And Prosecco as well, Dave. Prosecco, of course. Of course. course. (laughs) Okay, mate. Well, I will see you tomorrow. Bye now.